good morning, every, everyone. Welcome to All Things SR. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Pam. Uh, greetings. And children in the background. <laughs> yes, uh, we have um, some young SR fans in the house this morning. Um, uh-huh. Very excited for the holiday season as I am visiting you from beautiful Tillman Island, Maryland, in the United States. It's on the off of the eastern shore. Um, actually, this is a beautiful little community. Traditionally, I think a fishing and oyster oyster village. I mean, that's I think they were known for their oysters. Um, and it is absolutely lovely. I'm here with my friend Reese. Uh, we're visiting um, our friend Scott, who is getting married today. So very, very excited. Very nice. It very is nice. a beautiful morning. I just posted some pictures out on um, Twitter, and I'll be posting on Instagram after the podcast. I uh, just wanted to do a little shout out to the Wilder Hotel of Tillman Inn Island. That Actually, I think it's called Wilder Inn at Tillman Island. Mm-hmm. Um, who are graciously let me come into their property and do the podcast because my um, our lodging did not have Wi-Fi that was working. So a uh, very special thank you to all the people at Wilder for making this possible today. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They were really, well, Walter's really, really nice. Too. I'm like, I just need to use your Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, they were really, really gracious. And, um, it's a beautiful, you know what, I will put a link to the property in on the chat. Um, it's really, really beautiful here. It's very peaceful oh, and restful, um, as it often is beautiful. on the water. It is a beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you ever been over uh, this way, Pam? Uh, the Eastern Shore, uh, just briefly. Not, not. I never spent any real time there. I, mm-hmm. uh, I've always wanted to go to the. I think it's the other side where Asatik and Chikatink are. Uh, yes, that's further. The wild horses. They are further south. They are further but I south. But I do have, I do have family that has, uh, has a have a place down there, uh, like a first cousin. Once or twice removed somewhere in that area. Oh, it's really beautiful. So she and her husband have a big farm down there. So. Oh, that's lovely. Yes. Yes. Um, they and that's that's just a, a place that they have, and then their their beach house is in Duck Island, North Carolina. So down there. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, yes. She also has a big farm in Chester County. So she is. She has her. She married a man that was older than quite older than she is and he has a few properties so oh that's nice anyway yes so anyway so we had a wonderful night last night for phil's opening i posted some pictures out on my facebook page Um, yes how was it how was it oh my gosh oh my gosh it was gorgeous he just phil was in his element um the the exhibit takes up a, a whole main gallery on the second floor of the Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Arts building, and they, the guy who set it up, a guy by the name of Michael Gallagher, who I've, I have enlisted Marlene to make sure to find out if he's single or not, because he's really nice. 
<laughs> and um, but has it all set up so that you know whatever the major subject is, whether it be the beach, Reading Terminal Market in Philadelphia, the Mummers Parade, or Italy, you know, from Florence, and um, pictures of him as a young man, and and his sketchbooks are all oh, it's just absolutely wonderfully done. So, uh, I, oh, wonderful. Um, so that if anybody is so comes great. this way, if you want to come this way, it's open till um, the 2nd of April. And just let me know and I'll meet you there because I can get you in for free. Otherwise, it's a uh, there is a charge for it. So I'm on the list, quote unquote. <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, now, you do have I connections with Michael Gallagher. <laughs> in fact, what I what I'm going to do, um, I, you may have posted this, Pam, but I'll put it in the chat as well. If someone missed it. They the local CBS affiliate did a beautiful story on Phil and the opening. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm going to put the link in the chat because you'll get to see the famous Phil in action. Um, all 99 years gallery. and going strong in and his studio. In his art studio, his, and he is just surrounded by hundreds of his paintings. It is such a glorious, it, it's just such a glorious scene to see him in his element um, still going. That I mean, his painting is his passion, and it keeps him going. Um, mm -hmm. It's really, really cool. Um, and I say good morning, good afternoon to you, Franca. I'm so glad you could join us. And I was just talking about you, my friend in South Africa. How are you today? She said, oh, wow, yeah. Leslie, just looked on the map where you are. Is it business or pleasure? Looks lovely. Um, it is for pleasure. I know you just popped on um, here with a friend for a friend's wedding um, this afternoon. So it's really very serene and peaceful. Um, so check it out. It's, just, it's near, there's, um, yeah, there's Tillman Island. St. Michael's is probably better known. That's the, the, the larger island that's next to it. This is kind of the real off the beaten track um, path kind of place. Um, Are you far from uh, Annapolis or? You know, that's a good question. It, I believe we are, um, actually I'm gonna check. I think it's not too far. I'm believing. I will tell you in a moment. It is. Oh, it's a little farther than I thought. Yeah, it's a. It's an hour twenty-four. So it's sixty-five miles. Sorry, ladies. Okay. I don't know kilometers. Um, I can't do that fast in my mind. But um, it is uh, slightly. Um, it's southeast of Annapolis and southeast of Washington, D.C. So Washington, D.C., if you go drive east on, really, it's 301, or you can hit Annapolis. It's pretty much straight line. And then you cross okay. over the, the bay and then go south and kind of curve around to Tillman Island. So Cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, everybody... It was really lovely here to let us podcast. Um, and everybody is toasting Phil in the chat room. Betty and oh, Cheryl all saying congratulations. Um, it's really, really great. It, it is Betty, beautiful. Be <laughs> Betty, you made me laugh. Uh, 
She said, that reminds me. I once saw a mug that said, all you need is Wi-Fi. Truer words were never spoken before. Betty, I might need to buy that mug. That is the truth. Um, (laughs) And uh, there are also congratulations and blessings being sent um, to the happy couple. So we will pass that along to them. So, yeah, I mean, it's such a gorgeous area. And it's been such a good weekend. So, and I have one other place to go today. My my friend Mare is having a showing at her workshop of her work. Very excited. Which is going to be interesting because, which is which is interesting because I have exactly twenty dollars to my name and I have to put gas in my car. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to afford anything. But that's another story. Anyway, so. Um, I thought we would start with a little SR news. There's not, not a lot, a lot, but there's some, um, he said the good news this week is that the great Gribbles Inferno DVDs are back in stock at the passion. Yes. Tomorrow night, night. I believe it's 7 PM Eastern. And, uh, he says he thinks Allie and Tusca teased the possibility of revealing the identity of the prince from Gabriel's redemption suite in their passion and, pod uh, this I'm not sure when it's going to be revealed. Now, according to, because I saw that part of the mm-hmm. Passion Pod, and they said that um, it, they would be teasing it, but closer to, uh, I think, closer to the release of the uh, first part. And also that if they do tease him before that, it's going to be like they did with Julio, the back of his head. Oh, they're going to make us wait. So, they're just an FYI. Yeah, yeah, of course they are. Of course they That's are. That's okay. Which is fine. They got a lot going on right now with with Amy Benson yes. and and all. Amy so. Benson and uh, the Amy Dawes film that just wrapped. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see that. Uh, Amy Dawes uh, is a prolific Instagrammer, and uh, she posts on all of her channels all the time. So if you haven't had a check a chance to check it out, check it out. It's going to be really good. And Betty's saying, ooh, we went to see Willie. And um, mm-hmm. I'm putting in the SR News just as a reminder, um, especially for those who uh, want to jump on the Ember Zoom uh, on Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, U.S. time. So it's mm-hmm. New York time for, uh, for those um, overseas. Um, mm-hmm. I will not be able to join, I don't believe, but if I can pop in for a moment or two, I will. I'll be in, I'll be in New York City tomorrow. That's where you've got the, the Yeah, I'm thing, super excited about it. Um, yeah, we, yeah, the only thing I wasn't as excited about is they moved the time up an hour. <laughs> so the, uh, the uh, workshop okay. starts at 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be coming... We're driving halfway back. We're driving to my friend's house um, in Philadelphia, so it'll be a, about two hours to get up there, I think. Yeah. Are you driving up? Driving up. The train? I'm driving up so I can have a little more control um, over my destiny. Um, oh, we're yeah, going, uh, a former Rockette is teaching us a 90-minute workshop on choreography, and we'll learn some choreography from um, actual Rockette production. And then we're going to have lunch cool. on our own and do a 
behind-the-scenes tour of Radio City Music Hall. I'm super excited about that. And then we're going to see the fun. Christmas Spectacular um, later, I think at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So I, I wish both of these events weren't the same weekend because <laughs> it makes for advanced uh, logistics. But um, yes, uh, with having that workshop opportunity, I just – I we. And my daughters are going because we all we all take a classes at the studio. I'm super excited. Uh, well, that is exciting. Yeah. Are you going to get to see a show at the show? Yes. Um, that we're going to see it after. Oh, nice. um, we're going to see it after the backstage tour. I think we have tickets for the five o'clock um, per- performance because you know they do several a day, and then we're going to have dinner mm-hmm. and then head home. Um, but it was a bus trip initially. We were going to ride the bus, but obviously because I'm here on Tillman Island today, um, I, I'm going to drive up, and then I think, I think the girls and I are just going to drive home directly. So, thank mm-hmm. you, Betty. She's saying how exciting. Enjoy the show in class. Um, I'm sorry I can't uh, see you tomorrow, Betty, because I'm so close to you when I'm in New York. Um, Flora's saying good morning. She's listening and again driving to Broward to see her mama. Oh, I hope your mama's well. Please send us our regards. And thanks, Brenda. We're super excited about the opportunity. And uh, Brenda also noted that they're holding on to the prince's name until the very end. So I think that'll be a nice um, surprise um, announcement, you know, for the franchise, especially since we're into the third film. Um, And Franca noted um, when SR's on at 7 tomorrow evening on New York time, it will be 2 a.m. in Johannesburg, in Joburg, as she calls it. <laughs> this old lady will hopefully be fast asleep. Haven't been sleeping very well. Too excited about my babies arriving next week. I'm so excited for you. I don't blame That's going to be so wonderful. You. I'm so glad you're going to have a chance to have the holidays together. That's great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. COVID put a, the kibosh on a lot of things, so it's. I'm glad things are... Freeing up enough to have everybody. Come yeah, I know. I know it was super hard for you for so long not to be able to see them in person, Franca. So that's wonderful. And yes, Betty, some other time we'll have to get together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be fun. Well, yes, we can. We can take the. Um, you you can come this way, and we'll take New Jersey Transit up yes. to New York. We'll, we'll park and we could do the the take the path or. You want to take the path or SEPTA? No, don't even have to do oh. the path. No, you take the SEPTA to uh, Trenton. In Trenton, you pick up NJ Transit, drops you off right at, uh, 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 I think it's Penn Station. Oh, yes. I love it. Oh, and I hear our holiday, our, our quarter, our quarter, our yes, quarter time do. show now. It's not the halftime show anymore. Um, and as noting, she's worked through vacation days and all weekend state inspections next week. Oh, wow, Anna. That's a lot to take on at this time of year, especially. She said, learned the hard way a couple of my peeps have cases missing. A lot of required paperwork. They do great client service but fall short on the documents. I think that's one of the most challenging hey, things about your profession, Anna, the amount of documentation you have to keep. But, oh, man, yeah. it's valuable what you do. It really is. Yeah, my sister deals with that a lot with where she works because they'll have the state come in and 
She has to make sure she's got all her cases mm-hmm. in line and up to date. So. Very true. I do understand. And uh, Franca noted that the, uh, the holiday clock music is actually appropriate this week, Pam. Thank you. <laughs> well, it, it, it's a lot more appropriate than it has been. Well, the Christmas yes. clock in April always makes me laugh, you know. Yes. And June. And, and, and August and September. Well, but Christmas in July is a Hallmark thing, so. And that's very true. That's yeah. very true. So, yeah. We're, so- uh. Yeah, so we're, you know it's exciting. Um, uh, yeah, as I said, I had to pick. I have to. We're going to make sure we stop at a hard stop today because I have to take Mary to the workshop. Yes, and I was going to be late anyway. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah. Well, they originally uh, Sally wanted me to pick her up at ten thirty, and I said, uh, <laughs> I, I, "I can get her there by 11. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. That's what well. Luckily, part two of chapter four is a little bit shorter than some of the other sections yeah. we've done, so we can keep it in time. And I hope everybody's having a good holiday season. I know this is a very can be a very stressful time of year. I mean, we're in tenth of December, and I know a lot of people have a lot of obligations and a lot of. As Anna has paperwork to wrap up the uh, end of the year, she said it is overwhelming the amount of paper. Oh, I, yeah. Absolutely. I have some friends who are also like speech language pathologists and the amount of reporting they have to do is, is, it is a lot of documentation. A lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So So, we wanted to dig in to the next part of the chapter. We left our Emersons um, in the midst of Making up. Uh, yes, they uh, after their big fight and uh, after going to bed without talking to each other because they uh, had the, the big blow up. Uh, they had uh, they made up properly, as uh, as Gabriel stated, and uh, so we are we are opening the scene uh, with Gabriel laying in bed. Uh, making the comment that late last night was completely miserable. And before we get into where this begins, I, I, I would be remiss, I should have mentioned this. We did get uh, responses back from SR. And um, I did want to share one of those questions. And I, I see Ellie, oh, Ellie's mentioning, you know, when we were talking about paperwork and how busy everybody is. Mm-hmm. Allie says she has, I her she's I am IEP and IFSP'd out. LOL. So those are her documents that she does for her as an educator. Uh, she had to do nine this week, and there's always a December rush before winter break. I actually one of the women I dance with, who's going on the trip tomorrow, took Monday off, in in part because she has so much paperwork to do. She's also an educator. She works with a special education in particular um, and has a lot of paper documentation to do and Anna notes and what isn't documented is not considered done in the state's eyes so you have to have everything written that's true that is true I know my sister has uh, has worked like 12 hour days before the state state visits to make sure she has everything yeah it's a lot it's a lot to pull together and and uh, it is Anna says she has those in her files, Ellie. 
I know if you were living, uh, you know, if Ellie was living in Pennsylvania, if you were over in California, you guys would probably be working together. Um, true. Betty also um, noted she found out this week Kay Jewelers has a cow pendant on sale and she wonders if they are team call as well. Offering a cow pendant, it seems like they might be team Paul. Sounds like Walter's... Walter's team Paul too. Anything's possible. Walter's Walter's team Paul at the moment. Walter is team. I'm going to get my kick butt. He just isn't being expressive. Yes. Yeah. Because because he wants to go upstairs and and be cozy, and I'm down here on on the floor. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Anyhow. So. Um, I hope you all do well um, getting everything documented. I know it's stressful, but hopefully you'll be able to uh, move that through and then have a chance to catch your breath. Um, we are going to have some children coming in, uh, so I might hear a little background noise for a minute. We did ask SR why did he select Message in a Bottle as the ringtone that Julia uses. And SR responded, I think Gabriel likes the line, sending out an SOS and thought it would be appropriate for his ringtone. So that is a little bit behind I probably the would thought be. process behind why mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he did that. Now, I think that's probably a good reason because he's sending out an SOS. Mm-hmm. Come and save me from myself. <laughs> no. Um, so, you know, we're beginning, uh, he was reflecting on last night. They're laying in bed. He's naked on his back in post-coital bliss with Julia beside him laying on her stomach. So they're just resting and kind of finished physically reconnecting. And it was one of those mornings where it would just be perfect to be laying naked in bed all day, just not doing anything, just having a down day. I think we could all use that right now in the midst of the holidays. Yeah. I actually um, just experienced being in bed for days and days um, with COVID. And I actually, as horrible as it is to be sick, I think I'm going to schedule a weekend or two next year pretty much doing nothing but being in my room we can just watch TV, binge watch. Yeah. A Leslie read, Amrose day. Just chill. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Leslie <laughs> yeah, Amrose day. Um, you're so funny. So it's, uh, you know, Ellie noted um, she loves the police and she said she loves the symbolism of the SOS. And Gabriel wants to be a superhero. Betty noted. Um, well, he is Superman after all. Yes, he is. And Anna says that would be perfect without a house full of family. Yes. And she also notes she's right now currently almost living in an office with everything she's doing. The sense of responsibility sucks sometimes. I've never wanted to micromanage, mm-hmm. but I'm finding that it might be needed for some of mine now. So I know you definitely need to schedule a day of doing nothing, Anna. I'm hoping you can get that at some point after all this paperwork is over and after your, and your evaluations next week. Mm-hmm. So Julia completely agreed with him. Um, 
and <sighs> wishes they could just be together all day in bed and just rest. Um, but they do have a house full of family. And yes, Anna does need an assistant, Betty. Um, so she asked Gabriel why he didn't come to talk to her. And he replied he wanted to give her some space. And then he also wanted to reread her paper. And I thought it was interesting that she wanted him to come talk to her, but she, she's the one who closed him off. I thought that was interesting. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I think he rightly gave her the space they needed. And um, Julie admitted she really didn't like fighting with him, and Gabriel agreed. He didn't like fighting either. And this surprised him because he said, you know, I actually used to love to fight, but I don't want to fight with you. And maybe Julie is turning him into a pacifist, he said. <laughs> and, and Julia took issue saying that he, um, no, you would never be a pacifist, Grave Real. I don't think that's he could not ever in be his DNA. He's too much no of a he's too much of a, no. a brawler, actually. Um, maybe not with his fist as he used to be when he was a kid, but in an academic arena, most definitely. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> Betty says, "Damn right, no more fighting." <laughs> That's right, Betty. So Julia did say, you know, it is, it's really hard being a grad student. And she really needed his support as she pursues her degree. Um, yeah, Shell doesn't see pacifist in his future, nor do I. Maybe, maybe further down the road. On his path to enlightenment, right? So. He has to get those chakras clean. <laughs> clean those chakras. <laughs> Yes, he does. So, um, Anna's saying, still the major connection for our girl as well, and my heart hurts for her, but there is a crumble cookie store half mile from her hospital. Oh, $50 a dozen is worth every cent. Oh, mm -hmm. I know. That would definitely, definitely make it better. A little bit better at times for her. I hope. I hope her case gets better, Anna. Yeah. So Betty's noting. Watch Gabriel change his mind about being a pacifist as soon as anyone mentions the name Paul. Mm-hmm. Yes. True. I think. Very true to that. Um, I think he's come to peace with that, though. I think eventually in time, but I think at this point in the story, he's yeah. not there yet. <laughs> yeah. True. So Gabriel told her that he did support her and he didn't set out to disagree with the paper. It just sort of happened. Um, and he pulled her on top of him saying they really need to figure out a way that they can disagree without having a repeat of yesterday because he admitted that frankly he couldn't stand it. His heart couldn't stand it again. And she said neither could hers. So... And Franca's got to pop off. She's uh, going to for the carols by candlelight at her church for this evening. And uh, she's not sure she can join the podcast for the rest of the year. So she's taking this opportunity to wish you all a uh, blessed Christmas and, uh, and peaceful Christmas. And if you celebrate or holidays and look forward to catching up again in the new year. 
Franca, you too. And yes, have a wonderful time with your family visit, Franca. Have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and happiest of New Year's to you. I'm very, very happy you could pop in this afternoon. Enjoy the holiday season with your family. Um, so, so good. That was so nice of her to stop by, especially in the middle. I know it's really busy right now. So, and the all the friends are saying, sending blessings and wishing her happy holidays. So, you know, they both agree that they don't want to go through that again, and they have to figure out how to rework their behavior. And so Gabriel promised her that he would not be a selfish bastard if she promises not to lock herself in the bathroom. She promised she would not if she can give him space when needed. Because she, she explained to him she was really trying to get space and while things, he, things were escalating and he kind of kept going, um, she wouldn't let me go. You, you just wouldn't let me go, she said, and I just needed that space. And Gabriel got the point and suggested that they could take a break from arguing. They, they kind of need to agree that they need to kind of back off. You know, this is the navigation. This is the first fight of their married life. And everybody right. can kind of remember it takes some time to navigate those interpersonal dynamics. So, so. And, and as Anna points out, they need, do need to learn to discuss academic, which will be difficult for them. And she's willing to uh, barter for their more. <laughs> yes, I on my notes this. In fact, we did yes, mention that. We did to mention SR, it to that SR. You would like to have them on your couch. <laughs> I said we've had some really good discussions about their interpersonal behavior, and um, we said that uh, one of your one of our, the listeners um, couldn't wait, wish she could get them on her couch. Is is I think how I put it. So. I know he enjoyed that. Um, yeah. So, you know, they, I think your, your point is a good one, Anna, about they have to learn how to, you know, discuss and argue academically, you know, and not take it personally. Um, I think this just kind of came up through a different angle and they had a lot wrapped in it because the paper and the themes in the paper overlapped with the themes in their lives and they need to be able to separate that. So Gabriel noted um, this would be the last time they would have anyone sleep on the couch and Julia agreed. She said the couch was lonely and uncomfortable and Gabriel continued mm -hmm. that he had not expressed himself well when he was speaking about the paper and I, he really felt badly about that. Um, Anna notes the space is one thing, but her pattern is running and very true on that. And he just wants to jump into the discussion to resolve. And Shell says, yes, a, a healthy discussion is needed. Um, so when he was speaking on the paper, he really didn't express himself. He said he wasn't really worried about her disagreeing with him. That wasn't his that wasn't his problem. In fact, he said he thought it was better if she did disagree. Um, this way, she could make her own mark and 
academia since they're pursuing the same uh, the same uh, area of study. He said everyone will recognize that she thinks for herself. And Julia, to her credit, said she, you know she wasn't disagreeing with him just to be contrary. And with this, he noticed her farrowed brow and he kissed her. He said, of course, of course not, he, he said. As much as it may surprise her, he can be wrong on occasion. <laughs> and jokingly back, Julia said, my professor wrong? This is inconceivable. And he said, yes, it is surprising. And then on a more serious turn, he said, you know, by the time I finished the paper for a second time, you actually convinced me that the standard interpretation of this passage is completely wrong. So, as Anna notes, academics are passionate, and they are as well. They both need to turn towards, and they both are insecure in their own ways, so they need to turn towards each other, and Julia can't keep running. And Betty said, finally, Gabriel understands Julia. So... By talking through this, getting there. it helps them navigate this. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they talked it through because it does help navigate, you know. And and uh, they, you know, if they, if they could spend time on Anna's couch, I'm sure she would she would advise them to do that, <laughs> to turn towards each other to speak rather than away from each exactly. other. Exactly, as shall Julia convinced him that sketchy Guido is sketchy. <laughs> Betty says, take a yeah. bow, Julia. You've converted Gabriel. Yes. <laughs> take a bow. But Julia, but, you know, but Julia couldn't believe her mm-hmm. ears. She's like, what? And then Gabriel said, you heard me. I changed my mind. And although we had a few suggestions on how you could strengthen the last part. Now, Julia agreed to this because this is now coming from a space of I like what you're saying, but maybe if you uh, kind of maybe like if you word it a little bit differently, you add this into it, it might make it more convincing. And uh, and she was willing to accept the notes that he he would, which is really good. And as as noted, you know, Anna, I do agree with you. Anna's saying Gabriel is honestly trying harder than Julianne, but I also think, Mm -hmm. and Anna, I'm curious your thought as a professional in this space do you think part of that is he's his he is a little bit older than she is and he he gets that he needs to try harder and she might not realize she might think she's trying but she doesn't I'm just curious about that I'm not trying to make excuses I just am wondering if he's a little bit more aware of his well Anna's saying she, uh, she doesn't give him much mm-hmm. credence mm-hmm. Betty notes, so, they are having they, friendly comments. This is good. His comments were friendly on her paper. True. And as, you know, he, as she said, you know, with the help that she could, you know, say he'd be in her, could be in her footnotes. And which in academia is very important, although I could never stand them when I had to write them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they always confused me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, she hesitated and said, uh, you know, that once he got over his knee-jerk reaction and paid closer attention to the argument, mm-hmm. uh, that she was that he thought that the paper that Julian said you didn't think it was terrible. And, uh, see, I think uh, she was shocked by that because I think as soon as she yeah. heard a negative comment, 
it just went into, she kind of shut out what he was saying and she assumed the worst and she thought he was saying it was terrible and that she'd be silly and she'd be viewed and laughed out of the room, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Exactly. And and she also is asking, I mean, you won't think I'm going to make a fool out of mm -hmm. myself. So, you know, he, he, Again, he said he assured her that once he got over the knee-jerk reaction, and he could get get through it. And it was it was, um, and he paid closer attention to her argument. And then he realized that Professor Marianelli mm -hmm. was right. Um, and he said, "You know, your paper is good." Yeah. And Julia thanked him and told him that it was it was hard, very hard to be in the same field as he. Which I can, you know, that I. I can yeah, see it. it's interesting. You know, Betty actually, as we're, you know, on the on the matter of if he's trying harder, Betty says, I think Gabriel has to try harder because he tends to explode when he disagrees. Julia's more of a pacifist, so she's naturally calm. Mm -hmm. I think you're right about he has I, to I, be more thoughtful because his initial tendency is to be a bit fiery, right? Um, right. And I don't, I, I don't think it's, it's as much as uh, uh, being a pacifist as much as it's like self-doubt and wanting to hide yourself away from it a mm -hmm. little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I think it's interesting, you know, too, that she, to point, she's finding... I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Pam. I said, to a point, I can reason. <laughs> <laughs> well... To the what you were just saying on what we were just reading that passage about her saying how difficult it is to be in the same field, I think it's interesting too. I mean, because Gabriel is the one who inspired her to pursue this. I mean, that his interaction with her really is what drove her to learn more about Dante and about. Dante's writings in Italy and to take Italian and I mean all these things were motivators um, and I think you know she's realizing obviously how much she loves academia and how much she loves studying this and this really is a passion for mm -hmm. her uh, in a, on a personal level and I think she also just didn't realize how challenging academia could be period right I mean, mm -hmm. pursuing your doctorate is no joke. No. And when you're pursuing it with the, someone that you love that has more experience in the subject matter than yeah. you, it can get kind of... Mm -hmm. um, Anna notes, I don't think it's the age much. He's fallen into his dad and Aaron's fallacy that the man is always wrong and needs mm -hmm. to acquiesce. Yeah, good point there, because that was their... Uh, that was their advice. Happy wife, happy life, and, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And and Ellie's pointing to the SOS. Gabriel, I think, is constantly re reaching out to Julia for acceptance and to forgive and save him while he, he also wanting to be her rescue. And I think that's a, also a really, really good point, Ellie. Mm -hmm. He definitely is in that mold. Betty says, Julia, mm -hmm. Julia accepts Catherine's criticism. But I think that's a little bit different. She doesn't have as much of a, a personal relationship with Dante and with Gabriel mm -hmm. as she does with, uh, you know, where Catherine is, she's a good sounding board. She's a teacher. She's going to tell you uh, what she yeah. thinks. Uh, 
but without being dismissive of your ideas. Well, and I think, you know, that, that feeds into Anna's next comment, um, all about communication, right? Cause Ka- she, she communicates mm-hmm. with Catherine. Catherine was her, right. one of her advisors and her professors. And, you know, Anna said, had she discussed her thoughts with him prior as an academic conversation could have ensued. He would not have been blindsided by her theory. A healthy discussion could have reached the point where his mind may be changing. So, you know, it, it really does boil down with these two to um, having that clear communication. Um, True. And Shell notes, sometimes it seems that Julia expects Gabriel to make the first move to apologize or make amends. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, and but you know what, Julia, she's also dealing with is that she does she doesn't feel that she can compete with Gabriel either because he's so much further ahead mm-hmm. of her. Right. Well, and that goes to Betty's comment too, that uh, Anna mm-hmm. heart fullheartedly agrees. I think Julia gets hurt when Gabriel's criticism with Gabriel's criticism because she admires him, and in some way she puts mm-hmm. him on a pedestal. And she said, mm-hmm. 100%, Betty. Shell says, every single time. This is true. Yep. Well, and, I can see that. And, but Gabriel's, I, I agree. But, and Gabriel's giving up a little bit by saying, you know, he could be more supportive of mm-hmm. him, which I think is true. I mean, I, I think when he starts reading something about Dante or a paper in, in his subject field, he automatically comes up with what he thinks mm-hmm. should be. And not not listen, not listening to Julia is part of that. You know, well, I'm an academic here. I know what I'm talking about. You're you're not there, right? And I think and I think that that has played on her as well. And and Shell also notes um, that Gabriel's walking on eggshells because Julia is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. He is. Well, he definitely is now. <laughs> Well, you know, I can, I, I relate to that because when I first got married, I, re, you know, first of all, Jim and I did not know each other very mm-hmm. long. I, you know, mm-hmm. We met and got married within three weeks. So, I mean, it's, you don't really get to know somebody in three weeks. And, and it took us a little while, but we worked it out. But it was, both of us were walking on eggshells for a little bit. Yeah, well, you're feeling, you know, that is time. part of being newly married or newly cohabitating mm-hmm. with somebody, right? You're really navigating personalities and preferences and history and um it, you have to kind of learn how each other yeah, you work, you, and you have to you have to learn your dance. learn to dance and you have to learn to communicate and that's mm-hmm. hugely important so uh, you know gabriel brings up the fact that you know that they're not in a competition. In fact, he would like to co-author a paper with her someday. And which this kind of surprised Julie. And she said, really? And, and Gabriel told her that it would be good for them to write something together out of their shared mm-hmm. love for Dante. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was also very proud of her for her convictions. And at, when they get to Oxford, when she's you know, going through her paper, defending it, he would be in the front row thinking, that's my girl. And 
Julie was very happy with that. She liked that. Well, I think she was surprised, you know, to the putting him on a pedestal. The fact she, he, he mm-hmm. mentioned co-authoring papers and working together on projects. Um, and she was so surprised by that. I think it is because she has him up on that Mount Olympus, right? Um, she does. You know, not just academically, but on other fronts, right? Oh, so, yeah. um, and, and Brenda made you know, a good he, point. He, you never really stop learning about your partner ever. Right. It is a constant. Mm-hmm. It's and true, you're constantly constant. fine tuning and because you keep evolving as a person and you both keep evolving, mm-hmm. evolving individually as well as together. So. Absolutely. You know, I can remember the early arguments with my husband saying, well, what's wrong? I'm nothing. <laughs> I am not a mind reader. You've got to be able to tell me. These right. Things. And it's funny because like, that's exactly what Shell said. No one's a, rhyme, a mind reader. She just used mm-hmm. that term, Pam. She says, no one's a mind re- reader. Use your words. I, I, that, that, <laughs> that comment was always, always sticks in my mind. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So. And Anna notes, communication between these two is lacking. Julianne has not witnessed healthy adult relationships, yet Julianne has quickly forgiven her neglectful father and how he's, and now has him on a pedestal, 100%, mm-hmm. because that's what she's pined for. She has wanted Gabriel forever, yet she doesn't cut him that same break. I hate that part of her. Wow, you know what, Anna? I never really pieced that together. I never connected those two that is an interesting observation. That's, yes, she gave her dad more yeah. slack than she gave Gabriel. That's true. That's true. So, and, you know, as uh, <laughs> Julia, it's Professor you know, Emerson is Gabriel. Julia, <laughs> Professor Emerson Gabriel. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, she wondered if she would have kept, like, to have kept her maiden name and be Professor Right, Mitchell. having her keep her maiden name as opposed to taking his would have, you know, further establish our academic identity, perhaps. Gabriel's always on eggshells mm-hmm. with her. Anna um, agreed Agreed. with uh, what Shell had said. And Julia forgives all who don't deserve it. <laughs> and notes that Tom is a horrible father in capital letters. Uh-huh. Yes. He's not the best father in the world, no. He, I mean, he's not going to win any big awards, although he's coming around. Well, he's growing and evolving, well, better too, Better late right? than never. That's right. Better late than never. Yeah. So, Interesting. And uh, Gabriel should be given the benefit of the doubt. Yes, I shall. I agree. I agree. They, so, they need to show so, each other uh, some grace, and I feel like Gabriel is to... I think Anna's point, it does seem like he, in, in this particular instance, is really working for it a little bit more than she is. But I think she's also overwhelmed because she's in the midst of well, it. she is. She's got this big paper. I mean, the, the stressors on her outside of the paper are the first big family visit since, you know, in one spot when they, since they've gotten married. Mm-hmm. And that all plays into that as well. And, you know, the, it's a large group. It's not like Rachel coming or Aaron and, and Tammy coming or, or her father and Diane coming over and having dinner and leaving mm-hmm. again. It's, you know, they're all there. Mm-hmm. And I think that played on her a lot. Too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Shall so, shall noted Gabriel should be given the doubt in all the benefit of the doubt in all things. And Anna notes that she agrees with Betty um, having, if she kept her maiden name, this would have given her more individuality in academia. Betty said that I think Tom is coming and he's trying. It is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And Shell says, I believe it's too late for Tom to be the father to Julia that she needs. Or the father to Julia. No, she, he is, but he, he is becoming closer to her in his way. Yeah. Which is, which he didn't, that didn't have to happen at all. Well, I think Gabe, I, he could still I be think, standoff. He, I think he has Gabriel to thank for some of his growth <laughs> because Gabriel called him on his trip. And, and Anna's disagreeing with me as far as, um, not allowing the excuse of being overwhelmed. So he, so is he. And she refused the offers of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True, but true. I don't know. I, 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 I think I still am inclined to think she has, she is a little more overwhelmed, although he is starting a new position at a new university. So that would be more... Yeah, they're both navigating again. A lot. They're, they're yeah, yeah. They're both learning how to dance with this, and it's the first time for this mm-hmm. kind of a big together. So yeah, they're the over. You know, it's they're everybody's overwhelmed. I know. I certainly was my first family visit. Yeah, my my husband kicked me out of the house. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. So we asked Sr. When you wrote this chapter, how did you plan for Gabriel to admit he changed his mind? And it, 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 he, SR kind of cumulated a few answers to questions in one. He said, in terms of the conflict between Julian and Gabriel, I had it in my mind that they would work it out. But the characters really spoke for themselves in this section. And Gabriel was offended and Julianne was hurt. But her reading of the text was based on her study and, and analysis. It wasn't simply a matter of trying to disagree on purpose, but rather letting the text speak for Mm -hmm. itself. I'm going to put that in the chat. Um, Just a few more comments uh, regarding Tom. Shell notes, he still drops Julia for his new family. And Betty notes, Julia will always want to have a father. So Tom's effort, no matter how late, is cherished by Julia. It's better than being ignored. And uh, regarding, um, Shell says, I kind of laugh when I read out how outraged Tom is with Gabriel. Um, and Anna notes, you know, in regards to uh, uh, Gabriel's situation with the new job, you know, Anna notes that he, eff- he took an effing demotion for her. And he's giving just so much more than she is. Betty notes that Richard is a great father-in-law, but Julia needs her father. And that's the only biological family she has. Uncle Jack is always far away, and she doesn't see them interacting much. So I think it goes back to those themes of connection, right? Um, Shell does note that Tom is the last person to throw stones. That's true. I think he is now. His glass house will cut him. She said, Shell, you were, you were, you were 
on point with that. Literally and figuratively. Absolutely. So, anyway. So, gang, it is that time of day. Yes. Uh, Anna notes that abused kids make excuses for their abusers often, which is true. And they both know they're abused and damaged, which is why they're in counseling. But I do think, to your point the other week, they need to also have a couples counseling session in addition to have that individual support. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, the, this, there's a lot to unpack in this chapter and even just this section of the chapter. It is interesting to see the way they're navigating or not navigating um, and learning what's working and what's not working for them. So, mm-hmm. it, and it'll it'll happen eventually, but it, they're just yeah, not good yeah. And you know, regarding Tom, she notes he's taken no responsibility for his past, and he's really giving it lip service at best. And Shell and Betty are both agreeing. Yeah, I, I, and I, and it sounds like Walter is agree agreeing too. Most definitely, Walter's been agreeing to everything. I mean, he's literally <laughs> standing at the doorway to the kitchen. Looking at me this whole entire time with his little barking. Because He's saying it's, it's time. time. And it is time. It's time, Mom. It so time. one thing we should remember, or remember, we need to remind everybody about, is the... We need to remind you about our Santa SR giveaway that's going on. Yes. Yes. Um, go to the Instagram post that we have out there. And you can uh, enter for a chance to win a signed Gabriel's Promise bookmark, bookmark from our dear SR. So um, please spread the word about that. And also on a programming note, and Pam, I realize we didn't firm this up in terms of when we want to have the podcast next week. Because you got something. Yes, Saturday I have a night. rehearsal Saturday. Let's put it at a TBD as far as time, because I know that the Christmas tea my sister's having at her house is Saturday, Sunday okay. afternoon. I'm thinking maybe so Friday. We'll, we'll get back to you on the time. We will, that could but work, TBD, but we'll, we will we will put it out on the social channels. So yeah. look for it. But unfortunately, I have a rehearsal for a dance performance I have next Sunday. Um smack at in, in the middle of our podcast so mm-hmm. um so we will we will let you know the exact time on that but right now that's that's where we're at up in yes. the air that's where we, we are. will let you know so. and we wish you all a really lovely a week thank you and thank you so much for joining us this morning um, you add a lot of great comment and insight into the discussion. And I like how we explore different themes um, together. And thank you, Betty. She, she said, have a great weekend, ladies. And as they say in show business, Leslie, break a leg. Thank you. So I'm going to leave us this morning with some Matthew Barber. You and me. So have a great week and a blessed Advent if you're celebrating. Is it you or me, my love? What 
like the flower and the tree, like hell and heavenly, hell and heavenly. like hell and heavenly. Like hell and heaven